This is the Blood Red podcast from the Liverpool Echo, giving you the inside track on all the big talking points from Anfield. 422 days. That's how long it will have been since the last time that Anfield was full, by the time that 10,000 Liverpool fans are inside the ground to see the Reds take on Crystal Palace. 25 of the 28 matches that Liverpool have played here so far in that period have been with no supporters at all. Just three of those have had 2,000 fans in each, and what a difference that small number has made on each of those occasions. On Sunday though, 10,000 Liverpool fans will get to come back to Anfield. 10,000 Liverpool fans will get to go through the turnstiles once more, and 10,000 Liverpool fans will be able to cheer on their team as they aim to get back into the Champions League and finish a difficult season on a high. Christian Walsh has covered Liverpool from the press box and now attends matches at Anfield as a supporter, so he knows exactly what it means. It's going to be absolutely massive. I think we've almost come to a point now where we accept football without fans in a, in a really weird way. And I thought the FA Cup final between Chelsea and Leicester was was a really nice reminder for everybody exactly what it's all about. Um, you know, Liverpool had that little little period in, in uh, December where they, they had a couple of thousand there. But even then, and, and it looks a little bit full, the cop, and, and you know, you can hear the, the noise and the sounds, but it just wasn't the same. It just isn't the same. I think the big thing around having 10,000 people around there is not just how it looks on television, and sort of the, obviously, you know, there's five times more people than were there over Christmas, for example, for for games against West Brom and 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 Wolves and Tottenham. But there's also the elements of around the ground. There's also the elements of Anfield as an area hasn't really had that buzz for for 14, 15 months, and it's incredible to think about really because you know if, if you're not you know from the city or you haven't been to Anfield before. You, I, I, it's really hard to, to, to portray what, what type of area it is. It's, it's just a regular residential area with, with, with this big, massive stadium in the middle. And for that to be dormant for nearly 14, 15 months is is, is both incredible and, 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 and sad in a way. And I'm, I'm as excited to see around the ground, I'm as excited to see Walton Breck Road and Anfield Road and, and Oakfield Road and all of those roads leading up to, to the stadium. I'm excited to see that see the pub slightly sort of not not necessarily full, but the people will be congregating around there. Um, it's just a, it's just going to be a really really good occasion, and, and it's it's a real positive that Liverpool, by the looks of things, um, are going to have something to to play for at the very least. I think that's it, isn't it? It's not just the football. Obviously, we hope that, that Liverpool win, and, and the ten thousand who are there will obviously enjoy the day a lot more if they do win. But it's a it's about a lot more than that. It's about the, the routine. It's about planning. I think at the moment you can just sort of turn your TV on two minutes before it starts, and, and that's kind of the experience. But going to the match, it's so much more than just that. Absolutely, and and and, and two minutes before kickoff is 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 absolutely right, Matt, in the sense that. You know, it, it does become wallpaper, and with the great respect to, to Cara and, and 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 the rest of the Sky Sports crew and, and anybody else on television, you do get slightly fed up of listening to the same things. Um, you know, especially when Liverpool was sort of in the doldrums a little bit around January to uh, to, to March time, it, it really was a chore to, to turn over. And you know, you find yourself turning on the television just just as they're, they're kicking off. You're not even sort of getting around for you never walk alone, but. As you say, it's you know that that's all over now. Um, even if you're not going to the game, it feels like there's there's more of a, a spring in your step. There's more of a 
at a, a routine to what you do. And um, there'll be pictures of not an empty Anfield with banners draped over the cop, but there'll actually be fans standing there and starting to, to congregate and, and and fill out the stadium. You know, you'll hear the noise, you'll hear the buzz before kickoff, you'll hear the cheers from the you know when the players come out and and, and warm up, and then when they go back down the tunnel, uh, just before kickoff. So there's all of that, and as you say, a routine of you know. When you go to the match, you know exactly what you do. Uh, you might not have it down to the, to the exact timers, but you know you're going to meet your friends here, or you know that you're going to go to this pub, or you know that you're going to do this after the game. We've completely lost that for 14, 15 months, and, and there's going to be you know 10,000 people, um, and, and, and hopefully many of them will be waking up on Sunday excited and, and knowing that they've got to be out of bed for something, knowing that they've, they, they've got to get ready, they can go for the morning run or they can walk the dog or whatever they have to do in the morning because then the routine of what they've missed for so long is is, is kicking into place. And, you know, my, my personal routine is is always centred around seeing my friends in town normally and then we get a cab up to the ground, um, you know, sort of maybe maybe get a chippy on on the way and, and, and sort of have a, have a couple of pints around the ground before kick-off. You know, I will be there on, on, on Sunday, so I will be able to partake in that. But a few of my friends are, and I'm, I'm really, really happy for them that they get to do that. And I'm just really hopeful. Um, I'm, I'm praying, to be honest, that, that I'll be able to do that as well soon uh, next season. And it's not just the players and the match-going supporters who'll be delighted to see 10,000 people flocking to Anfield either. For local businesses everywhere, having Liverpool fans back inside the ground means the world. This might be the last home game of this season, but the hope is that fans coming here every few days will become a regular thing again come August the 14th, the date when next season is penciled in to start. For Taggy's Bar and Beer Garden on Anfield Road at least, there has been the chance to have some fans outside drinking and watching the game on TV, but nothing compares to the full and real thing. It'd be fantastic for every club, not just Liverpool, but as we've seen with Liverpool the last few months, it probably means a little bit more, I don't know. But it'd be great, it'd be great to see the, the lads for the last match of the season as champions. And in terms of your business, I'm assuming this is a huge thing as well to get fans back, it must, it must be big for you. Yeah, it's, it'd be great to see people come again, but we had full house you know, almost every match. But uh, the 23rd for Palace would be, uh, be very special. People can co- go to the match, come back, you know, a little bit back to normality, I guess. Has it sort of made it really obvious, you know, that the lack of fans, maybe we took it for granted a little bit before in, in terms of the, the numbers of people and that sort of thing? Yeah, it's, well, it's really yeah, well, we always take life for granted, don't we, normally, because everything is normal for you, everything's fine. And when big changes come, like, like I had the last year and a half, it, it hits many people. Not just the football, uh, football players and fans, it's, it's everywhere, so yeah. And in terms of your business, I mean, are you expecting a big boost once, once fans are back and we get back to it? Yeah, we, we will. Um, we've been lucky because we've got a very big uh, outdoor place, Bear Garden, so we had 400 people here for mostly every match. So it'd be great for the pubs to open up and, uh, and start uh, doing business again, which they really need. Yeah, uh, and just a, a final question then, I mean, in terms of the match day experience, how much does, does coming here and that sort of thing, how much does that all tie into to the match day as well? Yeah, a lot. A lot for everyone. Everyone wants to go for a pint, you know, that's part of the football. Sometimes the football match is, you know, a dead break for, for the football experience, so uh, I think everyone's really looking forward to coming back again, yeah. Walton Breck Roads, hat, scarf and a badge are exactly the same. Their business is mainly online. 
but the buzz of a match day simply cannot be replicated, as owner Mike Dean explains. Can't wait. I mean, I'm born and bred in Anfields, and that's from when I was early as I remember. Fans going to the game has always been part and parcel of a Saturday or a Sunday. Or So, yeah, it'd be brilliant back for the area again for all the local businesses. You're going down there yourself as well. I mean, how much are you looking forward to, to just being back inside the Can't tournament? wait just to get a bit of normality back. I'm fed up of watching it on the telly. <laughs> just want to get in that grounds and, and watch the Reds again. So. In terms of your business, how much impact has there been without fans being down there? Massive. It's been massive. It just the sole fact of no fans at the game because all of our stuff is bought to wear at the game. So if you're not going to the game or you're not going to the pub to watch it or you're not going on holiday, no one's buying t-shirts and stuff. So it's, it's had a massive, not just on our bit, across the whole country, you know, everyone's in the same boat. So it's not just us, but it's, uh, it's, yeah, it's a major impact on us. And how quickly do you think that that will come back? Do you think that the appetite's still there for, for going the match and, and doing the things as uh, we did before? Everyone I've spoke to is buzzing just to get back in there. So yeah, I think it will. Um, obviously, it's going to be a bit strange. It's it's new for everyone. This wearing masks at the game and all that. So it's all, but it's just what you got. I suppose this is going to be the new normal, isn't it? So I think we'll get used to it and go from there. And in terms of coming here and getting your, your scarves and your t-shirts and yeah. stuff like that, how much of the match day experience is that side of things as well? Well, we get a lot of regulars coming in and coming in and having a chat, and you know, and we've mi obviously missed that. And we've you know, we've had great support online. A lot of people have been ordering online and um, messages saying, you know, stick in there, and, and which is gives you that little bit of a boost, knowing people are thinking about you and that. So, yeah, brilliant. And it must be something for, for you to look forward to as well. I mean, obviously, you're a Liverpool fan, you've yeah. got the game and that sort of yeah. thing, but just to, to have this side of it as well, it, it's almost like a double boost, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, this is a hobby which has become a small business, and, you know, it, it, we get... The buzz we get when we see someone at the ground wearing one of our t-shirts is nearly as good as seeing someone score a goal. It's, it's brilliant, you know. So, as I say, we've missed all that when you're going away games and seeing lads, and it's just no no better feeling for us. It's it's great. How much of your business is sort of on a match day? Is it sort of is it tied in with that? Or? It's not. I mean, we're open for a couple of hours. We're probably it's like a pop-up shop. Really, we open for a couple of hours. A lot of people come in more to look at goods and and then they order online. It's it's you know it's not a massive part of the business. The business is mainly online. That's the the main uh, the main side of it. So. And in terms of obviously there being no fans this season, how much do you think that's sort of impacted the, the way that people interact with football? It, it's just not been quite the same. No, it's, it's hard to explain, isn't it? But it's just, especially watching it on the TV with no fans in the ground, it, it just doesn't, it's, you can't sort of get into it properly, can you? That's what everyone I've spoke to seems to say that, and myself. It's just not the same. <laughs> I mean, it was good last night watching the beat Man United, but with the crowd in there, it would have been ten times better, wouldn't it? So, um, I say, just hopefully by August we'll be back to full house, back at Anfield, and back to normality. Yeah. Liverpool no longer Premier League champions. No. Do you think that sort of matters at all in terms of fans being back? Do you think it's an opportunity? It's to, just to we've got to go again in August, haven't we? Inside to do it again with fans there this time because you know it, it is disappointing, obviously. We've waited so long to win it, and then we win it. No one, no one's there to see it. I mean, on the night, 
there was a lot of celebrations around here, which was pretty good. But it wasn't the same as obviously being in the ground. But hopefully, come August, we'll go again and start again. And just finally, then, is, is Crystal Palace an opportunity to, to thank the players and, and do that sort of thing for those people who've maybe not been in the ground? Yeah, it'd be good just, you know, to give them that little bit. It's just a pity, as you say, we're not still champions. It would have been nice to have got in while we were still champions. But no, I don't think it's, it's not our fault and it's not their fault, is it, that we haven't been able to go in. So let's give them a really good send-off and cheer them up for August, as I say. The Blood Red Podcast from the Liverpool Echo. Kate Stewart runs the Sandon Hotel and Pub, an iconic place for Liverpool FC because that's where the documents were signed to form the club back in 1892. For her business as well, fans returning is simply vital. It means absolutely everything for Liverpool fans to be back in that ground. We have had probably the hardest 14 months that the Sandon's ever known since the day John Holden opened it all them years ago. And in terms of what it means to, to be in the ground, to, to take on the, the, to support the team and that sort of thing, how much, you know, how, how sort of excited will people be for, for that? Look, it's been proven to every team in the Premier League, football is nothing without the fans. That is the biggest lesson that has been learned. We need the fans in the ground or the game just doesn't happen. And in terms of your business, how much of a boost will it be to, to get people back here and, and get people back into to all the local businesses, really? Without football, I haven't got a business. A complex of this size cannot be operated with just the uh, local population. It just doesn't work. I employ 150 people here, so it's paramount that the fans get back into there for our business, for all of our, you know, the stakeholders and the local businesses we use as suppliers. It's just desperation. How much of the match day experiences, you know, people coming here and, and local businesses, it's not just going to the match, is it? It's an experience by coming here. This is the birthplace of LFC. This is like the holy church for LFC fans from all over the world. It's not just about coming to watch the game, it's the experience, the builds up, that it's like electric running through this complex, everyone's singing. You've got bin men, you've got surgeons, you've got every different walk of life coming together with the love of LFC. And the fact that it's been missing for 14 months, as you say, that must make it even more exciting that it's going to come back, even though it's only 10,000 people. It's been absolutely heartbreaking to know that Liverpool are playing at home and to see the streets deserted. Don't forget, first time in 30 years, Liverpool won the league. I couldn't open my doors. That was, I think, was one of the most heartbreaking moments of my life. It was like a death. Yeah. And just to, to finish then, can you sort of sum up how much it means to, to everyone in the local area that people are coming back here that they must have missed? When we first went into lockdown, um, I applied for a bounce back loan and I donated £5,000 of that bounce back loan to the local community because the community means so much to Anfield. You know, there was people who couldn't afford to go out and get food, so we made sure that we gave money. Um, to all the local charities to support them and now that football's coming back I think everyone's going to be excited everyone can get back into work a lot of local people are employees through LFC let's get back to business and it's not only those who've been outside Anfield on match days over the last 15 months or so who are looking forward to having supporters back inside the ground again the Echo's Liverpool correspondent Paul Gorst has been there to cover matches but while that has been a privilege he too cannot wait to have a sense of normality back once again. To be honest, 
it's a game I've been looking forward to for, for quite a while. I mean, even when Liverpool's top four hopes looked a little bit like they'd fallen by the wayside in whatever game you want to you want to point to, whether it be the Leeds draw, the Newcastle draw, um, even when it, it looked as though Liverpool are going to be in the Europa League or, or even worse, I've always kind of looked at that game against Crystal Palace as, um, as something to really look forward to. Um, this has been a... A, a dreadful season, however way you, you want to slice it from the, from the amount of injuries, the amount of home defeats, the no fans in, in the stadium, the apparent randomness of VAR. Just, um, I think across the board, I think football fans across the country, um, there'll be an overwhelming majority, I'd say, that are um, a little bit kind of disillusioned with, with how the, the product is at the moment, if that's what you want to call it, how the, how the sport is. Um but um, this is a little bit of a turn in the corner, I think, with fans slowly but surely coming back into into stadiums across the country. So um, Burnley, well, obviously got a few thousand in there, but uh, it's the one in Anfield, isn't it, with, with ten thousand, which will be the uh, the biggest crowd since March um, March of last year with the Atletico game, and and the biggest crowd at Anfield in the Premier League since the two one win against Bournemouth, which feels like a lifetime ago now, doesn't it? So. Uh, yeah, really looking forward to it to be honest. And I think given the how the given the size of the crowd, first and foremost, it, it's it's a significant one, isn't it? With ten thousand, uh, not quite fifty four thousand, but we'll get there. I think the fans will be in, in great voice. Hopefully, it's a nice sunny day to finish the season off. Liverpool have got something to play for, something for the fans to to shout them on towards. And uh, I actually think it'll be a fairly comfortable afternoon for Liverpool against Crystal Palace, just because of everything you know that the whole circumstances surrounding it so um yeah really looking forward to it do you ever get used to, to there being no fans there i mean you've obviously been in a privileged position in a way to, to be in the ground when so many people haven't been but do you ever get used to that or does it still feel weird when you go now and, and there's no one there it, it, it does for certain games i think uh you, you try not to to moan too much about it because as you say you, you do realize or i certainly do realize that I am in a privileged position and, and I was one of the 500s who've been lucky enough inside Anfield last July when they lifted the Premier League title and that's something that I'll never ever forget, a, a personal high point from a career point of view, but also from a personal one as well, seeing Liverpool lift the league title for the first time. I think I was two or three the last time they lifted the title in, in 1990, so um, I, I, I try not to moan too much, but it has been particularly soulless this season and um, even more so with the big games that come around, you know, I'm thinking of, I was at Old Trafford last week for that huge game and, and there was no one in there for that one. And the game against Manchester City at Anfield, the game against Everton at Anfield, just these games that you, you kind of take for granted and, and they're always big events and always have great atmospheres. There's been absolutely nothing there this season. And, and I think the two the two games that stick out for me for kind of um, opposite ends of the spectrum, if you like, was the Arsenal game in the League Cup back in, uh, September was it? Um, nil nil draw. Went to extra time. Went to penalties. Couple of second string teams out. The game was was particularly poor, uh, and Liverpool get beat. And it's played out in in the cold of winter with no fans in attendance. And that was a particularly low mo- moment in, when you think of fans not being able to be inside the ground. And then the one a few weeks later against Midtjylland in the Champions League. When you think of how big. Champions League lights are at Anfield, um, normally packed out under the lights, huge atmosphere. Um, Liverpool fans singing about how many times they've won the European Cup. Uh, and they're playing against a team who, with all respect, not a lot's known about them. It's the 
first Champions League game since that Atletico game. Once again, there was no fans in there. It was another freezing cold night at Anfield, and it was all a bit, you know, it could have been a pre-season friendly. It, it, at times, it has been really desperate, and um, I think that's shown by some of the results you've seen. Not so much, well, not just at Anfield this season, with Liverpool have lost six, six on the bounce, which is the worst run in Liverpool's entire history, which is incredible, really. But uh, also across the board, Look at Everton's home run, home run this season. That that's been um, disastrous as well. I think that they, they've lost the most in the Premier League this season. So maybe there's something about Merseyside fans that need to be in the ground for their teams to perform. I know Leicester have had a poor run at home this season, as of Manchester United. So um, I think uh, the majority of clubs will be desperate to get their fans back in, not just from a, an atmosphere point of view or a. Um, you know, a financial point of view, but also for the for the performance thing as well. And you know, their teams will be able to perform a lot better when crowds are packed out. And, and Liverpool, probably more than anyone, will, will benefit most from that. And in terms of Liverpool and Anfield, obviously we saw around two thousand fans for for Tottenham Wolves and, and West Brom earlier in the season. How much of a tangible difference do you think that made for for those matches? I mean, obviously the West Brom result didn't quite go yeah. Liverpool's way, but certainly in the other two there was a noticeable increase, I think, in in intensity. Yeah, yeah, no, most definitely. That that's why I think this Crystal Palace game will be fairly comfortable on the day, just because of how much of a lift it does give to players. And, and you mentioned the the two games there, the Tottenham one, um, obviously one of the moments of the season, really, when you think of Roberto Firmino's last minute header, fans inside the ground singing his name. That was. That's what a part and parcel of the game is. It that, that that's why we all love it. So, um, another one at Wolves. That you know, Wolves are a, a really good team. Um, some really good players, and, and Liverpool completely hammered them out of sight. And and a lot of that was down to to the crowd. I mean, there was only you know a, a smattering of the fans really, fifteen hundred, I think, two thousand, something like that. But um, Liverpool really made the most of it. And and when you look at when you contrast uh, Tottenham and and Wolves. With some of the other performances we've seen this season, I'm thinking about Burnley and, and Brighton and Fulham, uh, even Everton. Um, it's it, it was just completely opposite ends of the spectrum in, in terms of intensity and energy and and um, you know the, the players had a spring in the step from the supporters being in the ground. So if they can do that with just a, just a handful, a relative handful in the ground, then what are they going to be like next season when um, fans really get to cheer for a team who's won them the them the Premier League and they went there to, to, to let them know how, how made up they were about it. So um, I'm hoping next season, when we're hopefully, fingers crossed, back to some sort of normality, that this team gets um, all the plaudits and um, all, all the cheering in the world because um, it might have been a tough one this season, but if you can get in that tough four, that's still a sizable achievement and they still need a, a pat on the back for what they did last season as well. So... Yeah, really looking forward to this Palace game and, and then um, everything that follows on after it. The Blood Red Podcast from the Liverpool Echo. Football is nothing without fans and having watched on as half of the Premier League sides had supporters cheering them on midweek, including Burnley at Turf Moor, of course, as Liverpool beat them, it's nearly Anfield's turn. Even for those who are not fortunate enough to be present inside the stadium as one of the 10,000, it is a landmark moment as Liverpool.com's Dan Morgan outlines. In the context of the game, it's huge. I think, you know, it's likely that Liverpool will have something to play for in terms of Champions League qualification. And this manager and this team need supporters. They need it more than anyone else. And, and they're open about that. And I think 
what surprised me from being in, in the ground around Christmas was just how much noise 2,000 people could make. Um, so 10,000, you know, just that amplified sound in the stadium um, that Liverpool have struggled in unexpectedly. Uh, the place in which Liverpool have, have gathered the most strength over the last sort of two or three years under Jurgen Klopp. And, and just a little reminder that, that could, this could be the start of, of that coming back, hopefully, um, to what we all want in terms of the stadium being full again and us all experiencing and enjoying, you know, a match day under, you know, the Anfield roof and and, and just getting to be together with this team and this manager again. I think I think it, it does give a sense of hope. Does having fans inside Anfield mean more to, to Liverpool than other clubs having their fans back? I, I don't want to sort of say yes because I think that I I can't say that the experience means more to me than it does from someone going into Goodison Park or Old Trafford or you know wherever the Amex or wherever you know football means what it means to people in different ways and for some people it's their entire existence for some people it's their entire you know, reason for for being and getting out of bed in the morning. For others, it's it's a byproduct of catching up with friends on on a bi-weekly basis and enjoying a couple of beers or or whatever. I I just where I would say it matters is that this manager made it clear on no uncertain terms that for us to succeed, it needed to be a collective. For us to succeed, we had to to play a part and we had a part to play and I think that's why Liverpool as well as the factors around it such as injuries and stuff like that I think that's why Liverpool have you know fallen away as much as they have because it wasn't just about gathering the best players together and and, and amassing you know 97 and 98 point seasons on a on a yearly basis it, it was about yeah, it's hard to explain. It's about sort of bringing nearly 60,000 people together and just creating this sense that whatever happened, we could emerge victorious from. Like, whatever circumstances, whatever adversity we could face, nothing was ever done. Nothing was ever finished. Nothing was ever out of our reach. And yeah, that's where I think for Liverpool to use a cliche, it does mean more because you have to you have to appreciate that for us, we were the underdogs in this story. We we were never supposed to disrupt what was seen as a Manchester City dynasty for you know a decade plus. And we through ourselves learned that we could. We through ourselves learned that the power of what we could do together was so overwhelming that we could win a European Cup and a Premier League. And I'm not saying that it means more to me than it does an Evertonian or, you know, a Fulham fan or whoever. I'm just saying that what I was part of was really, really special and it contributed to Liverpool being successful. So for the sake of that very very fact of Liverpool getting back to the top and winning more trophies, then I think it's absolutely pivotal 
that, that we get back and that hopefully and, and safely um, we, can, we can harness that togetherness and that collectivity again. This season has gone far from to plan for Liverpool. Injuries, poor form, particularly at Anfield, and late slip-ups have proven costly. But there are 10,000 reasons why Liverpool can feel positive ahead of Crystal Palace coming to town. Fans should never be taken for granted again. This should be the last time they ever have to be welcomed back. And hopefully in just a few months' time, Anfield can be full to the brim once again. You've been listening to the Blood Red Podcast from the Liverpool Echo.